Why do people with borderline personality disorders gaslight people? Why can't they accept accountability? Why do they use projection? And will they ever apologize when they do these things? Welcome to podcast number 32 of My Inner Torch. Well, welcome to it. Hope you're all doing well and surviving and moving forward. And remember, always trust in yourself. That is the the quote of the day. Trust in yourself. And that will really help you uh, through difficult times when you can actually trust yourself. Self-trust is so important in navigating the choppy emotional waters of life, not just navigating the waters of your relationship with your borderline. So these questions of why do people with borderline personality disorders gaslight people? Why don't they accept accountability? Why do they use projection? Why don't they ever apologize when they do these things is a fantastic question if you've ever been in a relationship with an untreated borderline. And the reason I say that is that gaslighting, accountability, projection, and the absence of apologies are things that are very, very confusing for us nons when we deal with people with borderline personality disorder. In my experience, these behaviors occur in many people with cluster B personality disorders. And like all things BPD, the difference is in the motivation for the behavior. Because the motive is different, one could argue that this form of gaslighting isn't really gaslighting. However, because it can alter one's perception of reality and make a partner with borderline question their sanity, I believe that gaslighting is the proper terminology for it. Knowing what I know from experience, there are some common denominators when it comes to motive. Take, for example, the extreme fear of abandonment. This can cause a borderline to engage in gaslighting in what appears to be an attempt to avoid accountability. Projection can also be a part of this scenario as well because of splitting. On the surface, these behaviors appear to be emotional immaturity. However, a closer look will reveal that like all things BPD, they are not what they appear to be. Splitting or extreme black and white thinking can start this chain of events in emotion. Borderlines see themselves as all good or bad in the same way that they see others. There's no gray area in between. This is one part of the reason to deny that an event took place or projection comes in to blame you for the event. And if a borderline can deny it ever happened or blame you for it, there's no need to apologize for it. Make sense? So to admit to being wrong is like saying that they are low down and evil because of the splitting and the projection that you think the same way will trigger the fear of abandonment because if you think they are low down, you will probably leave them. A second reason that can set off a similar chain of events is the fear of becoming engulfed in the relationship. This is the reason that your borderline can completely deny that they ever had anything in common with you or that they ever said you were their soulmate. Remember, they will do that. They will deny, and I've heard this from my UBPD wife oftentimes, that we don't share anything in common. Yet during the love bombing, we were soulmates. We were destined for each other. So sure, splitting is definitely a part of that behavior. However, 
The fear of intimacy and becoming engulfed in the relationship is the trigger. Borderlines fear of losing control, letting go, engulfing themselves in the relationship. These behaviors are extremely dysfunctional defense mechanisms of a person, a borderline, struggling from the inability to internally regulate their emotions. When using things external to regulate things that are internal, life can get pretty darn crazy. I think of it like an ongoing emotional tornado, and if you're their significant other or their non, you're living in the damage path of that emotional tornado. Personally, I've never been able to work out a relationship with a borderline, and that is because I simply couldn't get past these and other challenges that accompany life with a borderline. And I've been with a borderline for 20 years, and it is an ongoing issue. So gaslighting, making you believe their delusion, making you feel that you are the problem, you are the issue, um, it's extremely destructive. And I, and I don't know whether or not you are aware of gaslighting or what gaslighting is. Uh, frequently, borderlines or narcissists will portray something completely different in public. They'll pick up the tab when you go out to dinner with your friends or family. They will put on a grandiose show of what wonderful people they are. And then frequently, when you come home, they will then take off that mask and they will become the abusive person, the emotionally abusive person that they can be to you. And you will sit there wondering what just happened. This person baked cookies for the teacher's meeting. This person picked up the tab. This person was wonderful. And now they're not. What did I do wrong? That is covert gaslighting. Why is that person behaving with me in this fashion? Maybe it's something I have done. Remember how I started this podcast with the statement, trust in yourself. You have to trust yourself. You have to believe in yourself in order for you to be able to deal with a borderline. Simple as that. So what I find interesting about this particular thing is that I do have a response to what I just talked about from a lady named Mary Klassen, who is diagnosed with borderline. And I want to share with you her response to what I just said, what I just read to you, because I think you're going to find it interesting from a BPD or person with BPD's perspective. Why do people with borderline personality disorders gaslight people? So this is somebody with borderline defining gaslighting. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation that seeks to sow seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or in members of a targeted group, making them question their own memory, perception, and sanity. Using persistent denial, misdirection, contradiction, and lying, it attempts to destabilize the victim and delegitimize the victim's belief. After looking at this definition, if you still believe that borderlines gaslight others, it tells me that, and this is Mary speaking, it tells me that you have a very limited understanding of how BPD works. I, and many, many others, can assure you that we never seek to psychologically manipulate. We are incapable of it. 
We fly blind almost always. We do not plan anything. Now, I can kind of agree with that. I can step out of what she's saying. Do borderlines have the capacity to plan things? Not necessarily. She goes on to say that we react to our dysregulated emotions. If you think a borderline, or excuse me, if you think any person with borderline personality disorder is planning anything, it is likely because that person feels under attack in their own mind and is taking self-defense measures. And I can agree with that too. This is why you don't challenge a borderline. Because if you do, they feel that you are attacking them. So going back to Mary, she says, for my detailed remarks on the misconception that people with borderline personality disorder do things to others on purpose. So Mary goes on to say, why can't they accept accountability? Okay, so Mary says, because the memory of a person with borderline personality disorder who is not in treatment can be tricky, it's part of the illness. I myself, while at my worst, could recall events, but not necessarily the order of events, and it was all according to my perception. Back in the day, if you were experiencing negative action from me, e.g. rage, you can bet my perception of events was that I was under attack. So again, it goes back to her being defensive. So she goes back to say, so no, I would look at you in disbelief if you suggested I accept accountability for being under attack, because in my mind, you would be gaslighting me. If you mean accept accountability for being a borderline, I will again refer to you my above answer regarding misconceptions held and note briefly that no one chooses to have BPD. Its causes are not voluntary. Therefore, no one, aside from the primary caregiver in the infanthood of the person with borderline personality disorder, has accountability. Why do they use projection? Well, you can rinse and repeat My first paragraph, the first paragraph that I read to you under acceptance of accountability and substitute projection for rage. Will they ever apologize when they do these things? Mary goes on to answer that question with, not if they have decided that you were not the person they first thought you were, aka devaluing, aka splitting, at least not without undergoing treatment. At that point, they may understand what they have done in the past, but recall that tricky memory, they may not realize they may have hurt you, or they may have hurt so much themselves, they are not capable of caring, and thus not capable of apologizing sincerely. As a bonus to explain ending of the last sentence above, I will throw in Mary's answer to, do people with borderline personality disorder realize how much they hurt people? Number one, and listen carefully to this because this is interesting. Person with BPD is sick and in a lot of pain, much more than you will ever know. Number two, this pain drives the borderline to perform actions that appear random, weird, and crazy to you. Three, some of these actions may have impact on you and cause you pain. Four, but not so much pain as the same actions cause the person with borderline personality disorder. Not so sure I agree with that. Borderlines know that these actions cause you pain, but because of of the level of their own pain, which is at a level you can't comprehend, both from their original condition and from the fallout of these same actions, just doesn't have the capacity to care. They're numb. They're immune. Six, 
Sometimes, if you're close enough to them, borderlines will be able to feel empathy for you for the pain they have caused you. If this is the case, again, they will feel much more pain from this than you have. They will wish they had died rather than cause you such pain. And sometimes, they will try to kill themselves to atone for the pain they have caused you, the thought of which has driven them to a level of agony unendurable. And seven, sometimes they do succeed in killing themselves. The moral of the story, don't play with fire if you don't want to get burnt. If you can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. If people with borderline personality disorder causes you too much pain relative to the joy your relationship to them brings, then exit the relationship. Any relationship with borderlines requires a level of patience and forbearance that most people just don't have for others. If you really care, then figure out a way to get the borderline into some kind of therapy that will work for them. Sick doesn't have to be forever. Well, I find that very interesting because, and I wanted to give the perspective from the borderline, myinnertorch at gmail.com. You knew that was coming. Thank you for making this podcast, again, extremely successful. Listenership is growing, which illustrates to me that I am reaching people and hopefully helping them, helping them come out of the fog, giving them some value. Because remember, you do have value. So going back to Mary, Mary, thank you for kind of laying things out for us and giving us an understanding of the pain that you're going through. But again, folks, you know, it's so hard because when you're a non and you are involved in a relationship with somebody with borderline personality disorder, you are human. And after a while, the abuse kind of, well, you become, either you become immune to it, you become numb to it, you learn to deal with it, or you continue to question These are definite stages that you go through. I went through the questioning stage. I didn't understand my wife's behaviors. Uh, They were very foreign to me, very strange. Um, I went through the gaslighting phase of believing her, her version of reality. I've been in the fog. I have come out of the fog. I'm here out of the fog. I'm out of the fear, the obligation, and the guilt in this relationship. I see it for what it is. I understand it. And yes, it does give me some solace. It does give me some comfort, but it is still what it is. It is still dysfunctional. It is still not normal. Understanding that borderline personality disorder, part of the cluster B personality disorders is in fact a disease, is in fact somebody who is sick, not in the traditional sense of having a cold or thus nothing organic. It's mental. Is it chemical? Mm. I don't think they've gone that far into the research of it. Is it environmental? Probably from their upbringing. So I say to you, really trust in yourself. Thank you for listening to this podcast. New podcasts are basically published every single Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will continue this journey with you. We will continue to journey forward, myinnertorch at gmail.com. Appreciate all of your input, your suggestions, your critique, anything you want to uh, discuss or bring up, anything you would like to cover in these upcoming podcasts, I'm very happy to entertain that. I'm here for you. 
You're here for me, and I thank you very much. It's a symbiotic relationship at best. Thank you for making My Inner Torch, as I said, one of the fastest growing self-help for those of us who are surviving in our relationships with a borderline. So I say to you, be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been My Inner Torch. 